Hello, and we are back with Quell Party, episode two. We did it! <laughs> I felt like that was really, like, I tried to talk like a radio host. You have a good radio host voice. And you're here on the morning, I almost said morning announcements. <laughs> That'd be even cooler, actually. Channel one. It's like Skateline, I guess, is the morning announcements. Sure. Do I know what Skateline is? Um, Skateline is the Thrasher, like, fake news desk that oh, they do. I like that. I don't know anything about Um, Gary Rogers? Don't listen to me. I'm not an authority on anything. <laughs> also, we're here on this New York City summer day with the windows open and the ambulances blaring. So, Kristen, what'd you do this weekend? Oh, well, I did some skateboarding. <laughs> oh, yeah? Where at? That was fun. Um, super stoked now that the beach is a thing because it's finally hot out i've been skating the very diy wooden mini ramp and little bowl right on the beach in rockaway beach which pier is it is that a thing pier is it's beach 90 9 yeah beach 90 and then there's another park in rockaway at beach 13 i think and that's like Mm -hmm. further down um and that's like a super sick like concrete park but cool i um i like my stuff diy diy old and crusty can you just show up to that ramp or do you have to know people guess not no and in fact it's usually pretty empty because it's 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 special it's 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 well loved the the summer (laughs) well a nice wooden splinter (laughs) yeah that's fun people it's it's a it's one of those things that you have a love love hate relationship with it like it's special, and it always breeds good memories. Like, there's always really good vibes there. Everyone's really nice. Ooh. And you also get to skate at the beach, which seems yeah, and then just very California sweaty. for New York City. Yeah, right? Except not on a longboard. <laughs> just kidding. I'm going to cut that out. But <laughs> If you're trying to skate that ramp with a longboard, I mean, I'll, I respect that. Good, good luck. <laughs> I think about that in, like, logistics about dropping in on a longboard. Or, yeah, dropping it on a longboard, and I'm like, that doesn't seem possible. like, it doesn't seem like spatially you could put it down wow. before, like, the curve, it depends. I mean, have you seen the people skating on the surfboard with, like, the trucks and reels on it? I feel like if you can, yeah. you can roll in on that. Yeah. So. Yeah. If you can roll in on a skateboard, you can, I mean, on a surfboard, skateboard, I don't even understand. I knew someone once that had, like, a six-foot long longboard. Always Did it have to have wheels in the middle? Like a tractor That's trailer a really skateboard? Yeah, like an 18-wheeler. <laughs> That's a really interesting question. I was like in ninth grade or so, so I don't really remember. It sounds like some shit like Braille Skate would make for like a can you skate it Can you situation. skate it? Can you skate it? It was under his bed. Wait, is that what they call it or is can you skate it Taji's thing on I, Vice? I do not know. That feels like a Vice thing. I think can you skate it's Taji's um, video series. That's also like let's just shout Taji out while we're here. Hello. <laughs> um, awesome dude making really sick content uh, at Vice, and he also um, got to interview Mark Gonzalez That's last week. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Wow. So Mark for Vice or just in general? No. Um, I heard, and I don't know. You can come find me if this is wrong, but I actually heard that. The Gons himself chose Taji to interview Whoa. him for that event. Whoa, how yeah. do we find Taji's 
stuff on the internet. Oh, well, the uh, let's, uh, let's check, his, let's check his gram, perhaps? That is really cool. Tajcam, so T-A-J-C-A-M, um, Ooh. awesome female skateboarding supporter, so talking about our fun, uh, dude friends that we still want to shout out, I would definitely say he's, in he's the up list. there in supporting female skateboarding, just wow. supporting, like, not the traditional, like, tough street skaters skating. Like, he's down to get goofy, down to have fun. I think that's yeah. why, like, he was a really perfect person to interview. Yeah. Um, Mark Gonzalez. And the reason why, like, while we're here, mm-hmm. is that he had a collaboration with Jansport. So there was, like, a cool, oh, cool. Jansport backpack release cool. that, um, if you're lucky, you might be able to find at KCDC mm. in Williamsburg. <laughs> wow, that was a good... A good segue. <laughs> it's Getting like good I at know this what episode I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, later in this episode, we talked to Amy, Amy from KCDC. We were both just like, like in love, <laughs> melting into a puddle of excitement thinking about it because Amy is just like the raddest fucking human. It's like sometimes you meet someone and you're like, I don't know you at all, and I feel embarrassed to say this, but you probably are the coolest person I've ever met, and I'm <laughs> gonna learn why I think that Yeah. very soon. And y'all gonna quickly. learn why really soon, because she's really rad. Oh, I'm yes. stoked to um, be allowed in her presence, be in her allowed. world, be welcomed into yes. her world. Yes, and she had a surprise friend, Lindsay, who used to work at Thrasher, so that was really cool to hear her uh, experience and perspective on skateboarding as well. Yeah, um, I was gonna also shout out, not that this entire podcast is a Vice-related shout out, but the <laughs> Boardly stuff was so cool. Oh, yeah! Yeah, it was really, like, Brianna, for example, shout another out shout Brianna. out. Um, <laughs> and I don't know, that was a re- I really actually loved that because it was a cool way into people in skateboarding Mm -hmm. and what they do to support the community and that's that was just really cool to be able to get like little glimpses in because I feel like sometimes if you don't know anything about skateboarding you want to know more like kind of obsessing over a person (laughs) or a thing or a thing a person is doing yeah is a good way into like finding other communities to like involve yourself in good job broadly good job (laughs) broadly I also like love that they did it like that also didn't you get a cool deck or am I making oh yeah so Boardly actually let me have one of their decks which was really rad and we used it to teach girls how to skateboard at the oh yes 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 so full circle oh those pictures are so good I'm gonna post so many more of those but thank you Sydney and Jacob for and Alex which I have to post some of Alex's um for all of that that made me so happy to see that Speaking of KCDC, I meant to ask you, I know one of the girls there, Julia, you helped her set up a board recently. Um, Wow, there's a lot of recurring themes in this uh, (laughs) podcast because speaking of Mark Gonzalez, I actually had a hand-me-down crooked board so that I could have my own setup. And now that I have my own that I kind of like custom set up on my own, um, I kind of gifted that crooked board to Julia mm-hmm. who's a brand new skater now and she's totally dedicated and crushing Ooh. it so we took that deck to KCDC and set her up with wheels and trucks and everything oh. and Nate in his typical awesome fashion 
walked Julia through everything and taught her how to build the board and like why she wants what type of wheels and what trucks make sense and all of that good stuff. So she was yeah. in very good hands and it was like just kind of fun like passing the torch. It kind of felt like. Yeah. Know? I feel like that's especially if that was how you kind of got into it. It is a really good way to. Yeah. That keeps that energy going. Yeah. And I like, I feel like I wanted to save that deck because I was like, oh, is this like the thing that I learned on? But I also like feel like Julia totally earned it in a way of like yeah. kind of like showing me her commitment and like showing how Aww. excited she was to learn and that like I really wanted to give it to her and like pass it on. So. Because you can be like, selfish. I can still visit it. You can still visit it. <laughs> Actually, that's, that's really cute. That's way more fun. You can still visit it with Julia. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, it'll be like your granddaughter. Yeah. I don't really no. think that's how that works. That's not how that works. All right. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Um, I wanted to give a shout out to everyone who has followed our Instagram. Yeah. Uh, it's probably how you're listening to this, but we officially reached a thousand followers. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. Um, continually send me photos, video clips, please, 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 please. Videos. Tag us. Hashtag us, Qualscape. I want, friends, I want them. Us. Tell your friends, tag your friends. All, Tell all them of to you send about. us their clips. Um, speaking of sending us things, very, very soon, as in like probably the next time we put out this podcast, so episode three, um, we will have it up and running for you guys to submit to our third magazine. Yeah. I'm really excited to be able to keep this going, just as a designer and in my personal artist life like book making and magazine making was something I always loved and loved doing and it was really important to me to be able to make this magazine even the feedback I get of other girls being like it's so cool to see my shit like published somewhere mm-hmm. in print in to print hold. To, to hold a book That's and so look sick. at your face and see that it that alone that comment alone continually just makes me so excited to keep putting these out and I'm really excited to do a third one because I feel like I have kind of figured it out more and more and more each time. (laughs) Oh man, imagine our third podcast. It's just be crazy. I think think we're, practice makes perfect, (laughs) as they say. But yeah, um, so in order to submit, you can go to quellscape.com in about a week's time and you will see the webpage with all the information and all the quote-unquote rules just you. There are no rules in skateboarding. Or you can DM us and... Or, I'm sorry, not DM us. Email us. Or you can email us at quellskate at gmail.com. So, I know, obviously, we just said that we were going to talk to Amy later in this episode. How did you meet Amy? How did I meet Amy? Yeah. At KCDC. Just at KCDC. Yeah, um, well, I met her, I stalked her for a while, (laughs) um, but she's back and forth from New York York and LA, so it's kind of like we were both kind of aware of each other for Mm -hmm. a little bit, but, um... I actually finally met her at the Coda in Japan video hmm. premiere party. Very cool. At KCDC pretty recently, actually. Um, and it's because I sponsored the party with Old Blue Laugh, the beer. Yes. More Vice. More Vice. <laughs> hey, guys, we also, I think we mentioned hey guys, that we, we met work at working Vice. at Vice. Yeah. So. <laughs> Here we are. Uh, yep, shameless plug. Whatever. Um, that's very cool. I met Amy through you, so <laughs> that's not. Amy's is one of those people that you just feel like you're friends with her as soon as you meet her. Like she's so open. 
you can just kind of tell that Amy would never judge you. Like, you could totally tell her anything, mm-hmm. and she would be there to support you or give you advice. Yeah. She's certainly a pillar of our community in New York, and I'm, just, I'm certain that, that she is a whole community of people in L.A. that mm-hmm. gravitate towards her as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to probably sit here and talk about how much I love Amy and cry if I don't stop myself. You so. don't stop yourself. <laughs> One thing I think, like, she talked about in the interview and you're talking about now and just in general is, like, how important support and community is in mm-hmm. skateboarding. And I just really loved that because I feel like I have, like, every single time I do anything qual-related or even, like, talk about skateboarding it's mm-hmm. like it's so cool to be able to see people just like love something so much that really like is pretty good for you overall yeah. I mean I'm sure just being able to be like you want to go outside or even inside and just do just like do something physical and yeah. active and fun with each other I just that's think like that's so nice Sydney and I were talking about that too when we were going skating this weekend we were just like I always have something to do yeah. Like, I ne- I always have someone to hang out with. Even if I don't know anyone, I just want to go skate park. Like, if you want to be social, you totally can. Or if yeah. you want to just, like, go skate and not talk to anyone, you can totally do that, too. Yeah. Um, that's really cool. Um, I actually had a realization recently, kind mm-hmm. of personal, but um, I think it's important to share it because I was realizing that the reason... I went to go learn how to fakey tail stall on this mini ramp in Queens at Forest Park, which is a great mini to learn on, by the way, if anyone is local and wants to check it out that hasn't. Um, it took me about two hours going at it, and it was just constant positive feedback, constant support. Like, people were really enthusiastic, and it really pushed me to keep trying and get it. And I realized that my ex that I was with mm. for a long time was, like, the least supportive person ever. And I had this, like, realization of, like, wow, if he had been there with me, he would have been, like, you might as well give up. You're not going to get it. Mm. And to be welcomed into this world with all of these people who, like, not only support me in skateboarding, but literally anything that I do outside of skateboarding, Mm. like, that means so much. Like, I probably wouldn't have gotten the fakey tail stall if someone (laughs) told me that I couldn't. No. You know, but instead yeah. I had like five fucking super rad people. Like, you got this. You got this. And oh, I just kind of feel like that's fucking awesome. And Amy yeah. is a shining ex- like yeah. example of the people who do that and build each other up and support other people building building each other up. And it just kind of like snowballs into this like really glorious thing. I always say this too, but it's like you really have to. Give support to get support. This is a, a tangent, I guess. Yeah. I guess I thought that in theory. In my mind when I was saying that, that made sense. But in general, I feel like that's a skateboarding community guideline. Yeah. Like, this wasn't skateboarding related, but I always have these friends that are like, no one's coming to my thing or no one's doing this with me. And I'm like, yeah, well, think about the last time, like, you. I saw you at this other place. Like, I never, like, even... With Late Skate, for example, like, from day one they were showing up, you know what I mean? Like, it's, like, it's so cool. They, like, I I see so many people being like, come to my friend's art show, come to this, come to that on Instagram, like, through Quell and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's, like, it's meeting someone through one thing really, in the best way, spirals into, like, a network of support. Yeah. No matter what you want to do. Oh, so inspiring. (laughs) 
So I'm Kristen Cat Party. I'm sitting here with Amy Ellington and Lindsay Burns. Super stoked. Um, I've been going to KCDC, the skate shop that Amy owns since I started skating uh, one whole year ago. <laughs> and it's been like a huge, awesome part of my life. So I'm super excited to interview Amy today. Amazing. And it turns out Lindsay is in town from LA, so she's gonna join in. Also, an OG skater girl. So, um, hey, <laughs> so I guess we can just start off with like, do you want to do quick intros of yourselves? Um, sure. My name's Amy Ellington. I own KCDC Skate Shop in Brooklyn. Um, I started the shop in 2001, so it's been 17 years. for a very, very long time, um, and I met Amy, I guess, before you, it, it was, was before you started the shop, which is so yes. crazy, but I started coming here more and staying with you, I guess, right during the process. Well, it, I think because we, because I was a club promoter. Yeah. Why do we all club, start as Amy club promoter? club promoter, and <laughs> I was working for Thrasher's other... And I started working for High Speed Productions and was doing a um, party for their founder, Robert Williams. Yeah. And Amy was promoting for the club that we were doing the party. <laughs> no, so I right? think I must have started, I, it must have been early stages of KCDC because I at the beginning I was still doing both, which is pretty rad because like I worked at a number of clubs, but I worked at Spa and at Marquee, and that was Spa. Spa. It was at Spa, and um, uh, there was like some very memorable experiences at Spa. Like we somehow I don't even know how, but like ODB played at Spa, oh, wow. and it was like after a skate. Event. Because you're a magic maker, Amy's a magic maker. You would just make magic happen, and oh I knew gosh. it the moment we talked. And for some reason, we were talking because you were, like, helping us with yeah, the party. Yeah. And it must have been 1999 because it was the first time we came to New York. Holy crap, Ola. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he was having his big first gallery opening at Shafrazi. Mm -hmm. yep. And I came to New York, little girl in the big city, <laughs> little <laughs> surf town girl from the big, in, in the big city. And I was like, what? Yeah. You were an angel. Coming Aww. down from heaven, Aww. an angel from heaven, <laughs> and I fell in love with you immediately. Oh my god! Oh, I feel like that's how so a much. lot of people talk about meeting Amy. Oh honestly, oh, <laughs> you're so sweet. I'm teary. <laughs> I mean, I think that there's something to be said for women working in an industry. This is our big hot topic right now, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And um, it was hard back then. It was yes. hard back then. It is hard now, so I'm not going to take that away. With equal pay, still not equal, mm -hmm. with, with all of these things. And, you know, 
a typical in in an industry like skate in, in any industry I would say um, that feeling of fighting for what little you could get mm -hmm. um, I know I felt it I know other women that I met in the industry felt it and you know I think we were pretty good pioneers of like mm -hmm. the helping one another and mm -hmm. Amy, you've always been that way Amy's always been yeah. extremely supportive of other women um, and that's really the key to the success I, of us, you know? Yeah, it's, totally. Yeah. That's um, awesome. And that's something that I always, Amy was never catty. She never <laughs> introduced me. Every girl she introduced me to, she'd be like, isn't she beautiful and amazing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you don't, that wasn't like typical. Yeah. Um, it I, just isn't. Typical. We're kind of in an age where, um, well, one, I think, women have a rap for being catty and for being really competitive. Um, but I think that we're in a space where that's kind of being pushed aside for being supportive of other women. Mm -hmm. But what do you think, you know, being someone who was innovating and doing awesome things when maybe women didn't have as much of a space as we do now, like, did you see a lot of women being competitive? earlier on and like there just wasn't a lot of women yeah you know and it just it wasn't ever something that honestly like that I was very aware of just because I was like just attracted to hard-working people you mm -hmm. know and I was like really into people that were like doing their thing and like living their dreams and stuff male or female it just wasn't yeah that wasn't like I wasn't doing what I was doing to be a woman in skateboarding mm -hmm. I was just doing what I was doing because I loved skateboarding and mm -hmm. I happened to be a woman doing it <laughs> so um but yeah it was like when we started rookie skateboards was in existence mm -hmm. and um that was so rad because then I met like those girls like Catherine and Elska and Jamie mm -hmm. Reyes and Laura yeah. Malika and Tino was on rookie which yeah. is like the coolest <laughs> and Sean Kelling and it mm -hmm. was like um, you know, I saw what they were doing mm -hmm. and that they were like really promoting like female based stuff. And I thought it was super cool. Mm -hmm. Um, but then, you know, there was like fiber on shut and like all these other brands too, that were like really supporting New York. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think like from the get the vibe that we gave off at KCDC was that it was all inclusive. Mm -hmm. I, it was very important for me when we started to um, be that way and to be mm -hmm. like a real part of the community. And that's that's like what still keeps me very motivated to do what I do is, is that more than anything. That's like the drive for me. And um, like because of that, yeah, I don't know. Like we didn't like vibe anybody out or anything mm -hmm. we definitely like one of our first <laughs> you didn't oh I didn't you did I not didn't. I you thought never you had... were like no I I'm like, like you, you should you should <laughs> <laughs> no. apologize you control what the mental what the baseline mentality mm -hmm. was back right then. you right. can't totally you put out what you were putting out yeah and but I still I'm gonna like I'm, I'm looking at hindsight. I've been very reflective this year about mm -hmm. everything. Like, I didn't know that there was sexism in... I didn't even know that we were going to talk about this. I didn't know. <laughs> I am on one. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that there was sex. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't because I just thought, like, that was yeah. how I was 
treated. Uh-huh. Yeah. I thought it's it has only yeah. been through reflection and mm-hmm. through what has been going on. And actually, thank you to our current administration for, for really bringing it up. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I kind of always use this analogy for anyone who's ever been cheated on, which I have, mm-hmm. of like, you know you're being cheated on, you know you're being cheated on, and then like a picture shows up, and you're like, yeah. see, motherfucker, I knew I was being cheated on, yeah. and, and but it doesn't make you feel any better, yeah. you're just kind of validated, and that was kind of what our current yeah, president yeah. was for me, was I was like, I know there's sexism, I know there's sexism, and then they're like, and here you go, right? and yeah. I didn't feel any better. Right. But all of a sudden, I was like, oh, that that's not right. That's yeah. not right. That's not right. Mm-hmm. And I started really thinking about the friendships that I've made through, mm-hmm. you know, through skateboarding, through, like, the mm-hmm. long-term friendships with women. And yeah. there are quite a few yep. um, that have always been there, and we've kind of, like, gone through it. Yeah, like, we're yeah. really good friends with Robin Fleming. Mm-hmm. And, um, Who I met here in New York when she worked for a record label. That's crazy. Another, <laughs> like, same time I met you. Crazy. Who's Robin mm-hmm. Fleming? Um, Robin Fleming is an amazing woman right now. She is what? What's her title over there? I don't know. <laughs> she she's she handles biz for uh, <laughs> Bianca Shandon and Nine One Seven. Okay. So, she, for a very long time, she worked at Baker. Yeah, I met her like, when she was working <clears throat> at Baker, and she called the shop and was just like, "Hey." We're doing this tour. Can we come through? And I'm like, fuck yeah. And of course they're going to meet. And these are like two really, really good friends of mine. Yeah. yeah. Separately. And of course uh-huh. they're going to meet and love each other. Because that's like what happened. Like mm-hmm. birds of a feather, I think. Yeah. yeah. I would like to think I'm a bird of your feather. Mm-hmm. Feather of your feather. <laughs> feather on your bird. Amy Ellington. <laughs> Jeez. But yeah, but it, like even with that relationship with Robin and stuff, it, it like... You know, like, the other relationships I was building at the time mm-hmm. with, like, other people in the industry, like Justin Regan, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's, it was, like, men and women, but yeah. Robin handled shit, <laughs> you know? She was, like, a force to be reckoned with at that time. That's right. And it was when, you know, the early 2000s, it was, like, super party scene, and, um, you know... I have some funny photos. I'm sure you do. <laughs> we, we can show them on the podcast. <laughs> guys, can and you feel this one? Here, actually, I'm going oh to pull one up while you you're talking. See this one. <laughs> Verbally <laughs> respond to the photo that yeah. you see so everyone else can understand. <laughs> it's a New York photo of me and Robin. Yeah, oh, yeah. It was. It really was a time where it was like there was a lot going on and a lot of controlled chaos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and it was like we were the women behind the controlled chaos. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it was like we'd have these humongous events at the shop. Like, so when we started. Legendary. Yeah. Amy. Yeah. Started, <laughs> she had legendary. <laughs> when we started KCDC, we were on North 10th between yeah. Barry and Wife. And it was a warehouse district. Yeah. And like a friend of ours owned the business next to where we put KCDC. He had a photo studio and like a car place, Todd Ashley, who had Fast Ashley's. And, um, whoa. Yeah. That was that dude. Yeah. Amy knows everyone. Facts. And let me just, I'm gonna, <laughs> and, and I'm going to let you finish, but when I first came to the shop, uh-huh. okay. when I first came to the shop, and here I am, the first time I'm coming to your shop, so this is like however many times later. Yeah. And Amy's in a pool. Like, because oh, what yeah. you can't see on this podcast is just how, like, physically beautiful Amy is. <laughs> <laughs> and 
everybody wanted to take pictures of her. Oh and I believe Bill had you in a tank. Bill Thomas, who was a skateboard photographer. Okay. Had, had you in a tank of what? Like, maybe you guys were doing a test or you're doing yeah. some kind of editorial. I don't know. But <laughs> it was awesome. I was like, what in the I have a continuation of that story. So there used to be a fish tank place behind the old <laughs> And they had this huge fish tank. So he was taking photos of me in the fish tank. And, of course, someone fucking breaks their ankle no. on the ramp at KCDC. So I'm in a bikini calling the ambulance. Oh, no. From a fish tank? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Where was I? I don't know. Maybe I, like, popped in and was like, this is rad. Gotta oh go. Oh, my God. There's, there's <laughs> Clearly wasn't your ankle. Only a couple <laughs> broken bones on the ramp, but, like, that one, it was, like, so the, like, police show up, and they're, like, why are you in a bikini? Is this guy okay? <laughs> What's going on in Williamsburg? <laughs> like, this is so nuts. And what like, was Williamsburg like back then? It was um, very desolate. It was, like tumbleweeds it just it was we could it was rad for us because we could do whatever we want like we had you know barbecues on the street yeah we did um one of the first wild in the streets and Mm -hmm. with the justin regan put together and it was sick and there's literally three thousand kids yes back on justin regan there was definitely i would like to acknowledge the white cisgendered men who are actually good men. <laughs> he is yes. one of them. Oh, yeah. He is one of them. Yeah. There is an and or an other men in the industry. Yeah. I'm not like knocking it all down. But mm-hmm. we talk about that a lot on this podcast. As a collective, but people like yeah. him who have been extremely supportive oh, yeah. through the years. Completely. He yeah. can't help what the general collective is like. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's the man. And like so that was great because we had a lot more freedom of things mm-hmm. to do. It got, and then it started, you know, as the years went by, it started to get a little more gentrified, mm-hmm. and then the police would show up, oh. and then there's a lot of photos of me talking to the police. Look at all. That would be a fun it's photo true. series. Talking to it's true. Every photo of Amy, you're like, what? And she's I'm sorry, like, officers. She's like problem? wearing jeans and a t-shirt because oh she just God. doesn't care. Because why would she? <laughs> she got out of bed that way. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up like this. So red. Yeah. Right it's true. It's true. So effortlessly cool. Oh all right. Oh Speaking God. of effortlessly cool, we all know that skateboarding makes you the coolest, right? <laughs> <laughs> I actually do want to hear a little bit about like how you started skating and kind of like what made you fall in love with it. Um, I grew up in Long Island, in Eastern Long Island, yeah. and um. Uh, I did everything I could to not be in my house and um, I my older brother got me into like listening to like punk and hardcore and Mm -hmm. stuff and he was really into the Ramones and he would like take me to Ramones shows all the time and um, I started listening to like radio stations like there's a college radio station that had like some punk shows and mm-hmm. like on air punk shows. So I'd get exposed to different types of music and then I would search that music mm-hmm. out and I started going to this local record store and I met some skateboarders at the record store mm-hmm. and then was like, this is my my tribe, like yeah. this is my shit. And it just kind of stemmed from there and that like um, 
there is like an, an empty pool and the town that my high school was in and everyone would go skate this pool and then there was like this house that we all lived in that was a bunch of skateboarders and it just really like there's so many aspects to skateboarding that are so positive when you need them mm-hmm. in your life when you're not getting those tools from your actual family yeah like camaraderie trust um you know and then just all the artistic outlets of it like the creativeness of like everybody's outfits like Mm -hmm. putting together your own board Mm -hmm. um going to like different places like having to like fucking cut through some like crazy bushes (laughs) to find some empty pool and like building obstacles and Mm -hmm. like all that shit and like it really um like of course we were like partying like crazy at the yeah. same time like, <laughs> there's a was, balance yeah it was like a, a a secondary family that honestly saved my life yeah and um I didn't have like my mom wasn't like telling me to go to school or anything and like I went to school and did everything but it was just you just I just went, you know, I needed, there wasn't anything really there for me, so to have these other kids, and it was really cool, because it was, like, before cell phones, before the internet, so, like, like, you would find these kids, like, in a span of, like, 50 miles, Mm -hmm. you know, who were, like, all into the same stuff, Mm -hmm. and it was so special, you know, to, like, have these friends, and I'm still friends with all of them, from when I was, like, 14 on, and, um, like Seth Roscoe and I grew up together. I don't know if you know who he is, but he like does a lot of like building of skate stuff in New York. He's very pivotal in the skate community and um he's very humble about it and stuff and <laughs> nice. and um yeah, it just it just was the type of thing that was like so fulfilling for me. It mm-hmm. really like made made me who I am and um I was in the city once we were like going to see Bad Brains or something and we were all hanging out in Washington Square Park and um a modeling scout came over to us and they it was weird because there was like this lady like looking at us and I thought she was like looking at my boyfriend <laughs> and I was like all aggressive <laughs> and then she was like no I'm looking at you and I was like okay what's going on and, um, and she was like, I, you know, I work for an agency, and I completely, like, had no, I was like, I don't know who you are. But I followed <laughs> up on it, and she was legit. And, yeah. Um, and I started modeling. Um, she, like, got me into an agency and stuff. Yeah. But the downside of that was that you can't skateboard and model. What? Because it's like... They don't want you to get like bruises. Yeah, they don't want you to get hurt. Yeah, so I'm like, this is ironic. Like you found me skateboarding, and now it's like in my contract that I can't skateboard. Yeah. Like this sucks, and um, it it was it was interesting. Like there is, it was tough because like trying to balance like mm-hmm. that that I loved, but then also like I didn't have money for my family or anything. So the possibility of making money through modeling, it was mm-hmm. like all right. Um, and then there were girls like Sybil Buck was like this girl who was like known mm-hmm. as a skateboarder and stuff. And, um, 
that was funny because she started like two years after me mm-hmm. and I'm like damn dude like I, <laughs> I it's in my contract I can't skate but you're like the skateboarder girl. Like, yeah that's not like, fair model. yeah model too. yeah <laughs> totally I'm gonna have to google that yeah Sybil? is that Sybil's before rad. is that before pre is she pre-internet She'll be on here. She'll be on here. Yeah. The fun thing about pre-internet is that people put that shit on the internet after anyway. Yeah, totally. But I feel like even pre-post or pre-internet, sometimes you're like, wow, I really can't. Can't go so that's one of those names yeah. that I'm like, how do you spell that? Oh, here we go. It's I think like there's Chloe. multiple Chloe. names. Yeah. Like, Chloe. Chloe. I was like, what? <laughs> but yeah, that's how. So that's how I got into it, and then to just breeze over that whole part of my life. So modeling wasn't fruitful for me. You know, oh. it was like cool, but like it was also talk about fucking sexism. Oh my like, god. Oh my shit. gosh. I was at my friend, my best friend's daughter's first birthday the other day and a friend of mine was there and she was like she's like I remember a conversation I had with you like 20 years ago and it she's like she's like a life coach and she's working with models now and she said it just made me remember what you said which was you modeled as long as you could until you got to that point where you had to fuck someone to get farther in your career and you didn't do it and like and yeah, I mean, that was like a huge part of that industry at that time and, and like, you know, still prevails and like, yeah, fucking that's something that I noticed all the time now that I started skating and I travel pretty often is like you have fucking family anywhere you go. Exactly. Like if you exactly. have a skateboard and you are open and chill and nice, like you will meet another person with a skateboard that's open mm-hmm. and chill and nice and you don't even need to speak the same language. It doesn't right. matter. Well, you like share they've the got same you back. Fundamental values. Yeah. And um and that yeah that's that's true. It's yeah. Like, you attract what you put out too. Right. Yeah. And then for you know later on and stuff when people would kind of like hate on like oh you don't skate Ooh, like all this shit I'm like I don't know like I don't know what to tell you there's there's other aspects of skateboarding yeah. that like I've supported for a very long time for and sure. I I, I, uh, I think I've done something <laughs> yeah. for that yeah. you know? like I don't know say what, what yeah. you will but Generally, when I hear that kind of attitude, I'm just like, wow, I'm really sorry. You're so insecure. Do you need to talk about that? You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the guy started Thrasher. He never skated. Yeah, there you go. Independent trucks. He never skated. I know. I know. And that's, that's they, never, stuff, they didn't it's skateboard. Like, they were car racers. But it's well, cultural, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, for me, I was a surfer. I was mm-hmm. a surfer growing up. And I got into, like, some los drogas and things <laughs> like that that, like, made that that um, dream of mine like not happen or not it didn't make it I made it not happen and yeah. then I fell into skateboarding mm-hmm. you know through like the same type of thing like meeting people I met Anne through Sal and she was like you want my job like literally one day she was like do you want my job mm-hmm. in at some at like a subsidiary of Tanya mm-hmm. and I was like sounds good I was like college dropout like <laughs> failed surfer I was like sure why not <laughs> yeah. and that was like the thing and I was like oh I get this yeah I yeah. feel home mm-hmm. here for sure completely it's like you know the family stuff mm-hmm. and the whole it's like a common thread and just mm-hmm. really like let's just be real everybody wants community mm-hmm. that's like mm-hmm. a, a human completely a human thing that we all want mm-hmm. and and you know it's a painful existence without other humans right. in my opinion 
and and finding that and being able you know skateboarding in particular with surfing it's a little harder you have to be on the coast Mm -hmm. skateboarding in particular i remember um talking to brian schaefer because we were we were talking about how to how this is before Tampa Am. Mm-hmm. This is like before his contest. He was like, how do I do like a contest series? Because with mm-hmm. surfing, you know, it was mm-hmm. your, the states are divided right. by coast. Skateboarding, you know, you can do it all over. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot more people, a lot more districts to yeah. consider when you're trying to set up something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but what a great thing to, to just have a skateboard wherever you go to be able to be a model in Paris Mm -hmm. and like bring your skateboard I got in trouble for that I bet you did (laughs) yeah they were like true skateboarder not caring have you forgotten your contract (laughs) um but what a what a great thing yeah it's amazing and I think for for women um you know that is very motivating for Mm -hmm. us to do a good job you know like for me, um, it's my family. Mm-hmm. It's it's important to me, and that's you know, um, we've never made any money. It keeps you know. It's like it's a constant <laughs> struggle financially. It's a constant struggle with um, the neighborhood changing and oh, everything. Yeah. And and there's been many times where I have been advised to uh, to shut her down, and oh. it's just not. It's not in my nature to do that you know I feel like looking around these days like now more than ever it's important for me to be a female small business owner and an entrepreneur and to fight the fight yeah and I'm I'm fucking blessed that I'm able to you know do other things that allow me to support myself Mm -hmm. and um you know, even just like the employees that we've had over the years and watching their careers and how like people have done very well for themselves. And then it's been a little sentimental recently because they're about to tear down the our North 11th location. Mm-hmm. Oh. They're tearing the building down. Oh. And to think of like, literally we've had um, weddings. Yeah. Um, Myra got married there on the ramp, which was amazing. Um, we've had weddings, we've had funerals, we had Harold Hunter's funeral, we had Andy Kessler's funeral. Um, we've had high school dances, (laughs) we've had so many rager parties. There's been babies born. Oh, what? exactly what you were talking about Mm -hmm. which is um which is meet up yeah Yeah. oh i'm gonna go to the city and i don't know anybody Mm -hmm. like i'm gonna go to kcdc everybody knows what kcdc i mean not everybody but like Mm -hmm. worldwide community would be like i'm gonna be in new york i'm gonna head down to kcdc and like meet my new best friend i would say that a lot of that probably happens like that's where i would go well like like, even before we like meet up to skate we'll meet up at kcdc and like maybe someone needs to get new bearings or something like that and like we'll all be like all right well let's just meet at kcdc and then we'll like roll over the bridge or something Mm -hmm. so like it's kind of like for us and like my like little skate groups that i'm part of i guess Mm -hmm. like it's, it's like, like a, a home. Community. It's home base. Mm-hmm. 
you know? And I think um, something that I wanted to make sure that I brought up is just the fact that, like, it is a historically intimidating atmosphere going into a skate shop if you're not a certain type of skater, if you're not a dude, if you're new to skating. Mm -hmm. And I've certainly been cool guide at every other skate shop that I've gone to and never once, regardless of who has been in that store, have I ever been cool guide at KCDC. I literally (laughs) walked in there and was like, I'm finally, I had like my hand-me-down board from someone. I was just like, I'm finally ready to do my own setup. Like I actually, like I'm committed to skating. I fucking love it. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. And Nate literally walked me through every little tiny piece of putting a board together and was so patient and didn't assume that I should know anything and, like, actually explained it to me without mansplaining it to me. You know what I mean? Like, it's a very delicate balance. It is. Um, is. So, like, it is, like, it's so... Where I'm thankful for you. I know so many other people are. And, yeah, KCDC is definitely more than just a skate shop. Cool. <laughs> and, yeah, it, and for me, you know, over the years after doing it for so long and stuff, and, like, so I started the shop. Um, I had two partners at the time, and then I've had the shop by myself now for, like, seven years or mm-hmm. something. And um, I, I really wanted to go to school... I, I never went to business school and I really wanted to do that so I started the shop and then I went to business school <laughs> and I finished um, last year two years ago I went to two Brooklyn years College ago. Yeah. Two years ago, I, think. I went to Brooklyn College it took me a long time but I did it <laughs> and, um, and uh, one thing that was I mean I learned so much from going to school yeah. but um, a big thing that I learned was just trying to be objective in the business when you have a small business like Mm -hmm. um you know you there's you can get very emotional about it and Mm -hmm. then like make decisions based off emotion Mm -hmm. and then you might fuck it up and like so for me I had to really take a hard look at it and figure out where my strengths and weaknesses were Mm -hmm. for the business Mm -hmm. and it was tough but I really had to decide to kind of like take a step back Mm -hmm. Um, and let my employees like really do their jobs of like you know coming into their own of of, um, just not having me like micromanage them Mm -hmm. so much which is so hard to do (laughs) and then um, you know I do all the behind the scenes stuff I do all the marketing and the events and like stuff like that which is what I truly love to do Mm -hmm. and I let them do the front of the house retail side of Mm -hmm. things and, like, you know, I'm there. I, I sometimes do that stuff, but mm-hmm. overall, I just would rather that because I'm trying to, like, build the equity of KCDC and mm-hmm. really, st- like, continue to work on, like, what I feel is important. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I mean, the location we have now is a lot smaller than our previous two locations, mm-hmm. and making the decision of not having a ramp was very difficult. And actually, Steve Van Dorn, like, when we were dealing with shit at North 11th um I I just I've been so blessed with like Mm -hmm. the people in the industry who people who I look up to or um I don't know just there's so many awesome people who've helped us along the way and Mm -hmm. when we had to move out of North 11th we were able to have a container at House of Man's to move all of our shit into Mm -hmm. and like those guys were like don't worry you know you'll find another location let the ramp go Uh you know that was a time and a place like 
you, you know, where the industry is at, like financially, you can't support the rent. If you want to stay in yeah. Williamsburg, yeah. you can't mm-hmm. fucking do it. Like yeah. to, to continue to, you know, offer what I want to offer, which is, I don't want to fucking sell boards for like a billion dollars. Yeah. Like I want to sell boards for regular price and yeah. like do our thing. And we, that was a sacrifice we had to make. And that was huge for us to have that support of like being able to store stuff while I found a new location, Mm -hmm. which ended up being a great location. And, um, this does not come out of nowhere though. I'm going to say, because Amy is, you are the type of person who would do that for somebody else. You just would no questions asked because I actually know somebody that you did that for. (laughs) So that's like a put out what you, or like get back what you put out. Yeah. Totally. You just are that person. I think it's hard. It's maybe you were just, I don't know how hard you work to be that person. Maybe you were just born that way, (laughs) but, um, you know, coming from the being West Coast side, I don't know if things were different or my experience was just different, but I remember and looking at the New York scene, like skate scene, and just being like, what? This is tight. <laughs> Everybody is so tight here. Yeah. And so um, it's it was very, it, it was and probably still is very different. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're on the West Coast a lot now. Yeah. But, um, the vibe was super different mm-hmm. back in the day. Mm-hmm. Really, I mean, let's be real. Just like that um, modeling scout came up to you. Then there was like kids and that yeah. whole mm-hmm. like yeah. I, that's a whole another hour long we could talk, yeah. about. talk about. That and, <laughs> and really, what was going on there yeah. and here? Yeah, New York. I know. Yeah. And living during that time, like that was you know, I'm yeah. forty four years old. I like that was my time in New York. You know. Again, yeah, can't see her. It does not look Don't 44. Don't look at <laughs> Honestly. Let me tell you what. Oh, my God. Thanks, guys. My crush is just shining through. <laughs> um, this entire room has a girl crush on Amy. Oh, it's so fucked. Oh, my God. over 25. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, you, get, you get what you put out there. Thank and, you. And yeah. that's, um, that's super real. Thanks. It's yeah. important to me, and um, uh, I, you know, I feel like that's what. Yeah, you're right. Like that's what I was attracted to. Is like, I want to do these events where, you know, people are having a blast. You yeah. Know? Like I want to like put a mechanical bull in the center of the room for <laughs> St. Patrick's Day and see what the fuck happens. <laughs> you know, like all these things, like. I was friends with, like, the people who do the Coney Island sideshow, and, okay. like, they all came and performed at KCDC, <laughs> and, like... God, I really started skateboarding yeah. way too late. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I don't know. Just, it's just, it's nice to have that platform to be able yeah. to, like, let my mind go crazy, and mm-hmm. then execute it, because yeah. that's, I am, like, a kind of a workaholic, and I will fucking figure out a way to yeah. make, make it happen like it, I mean skate shops on paper it doesn't make any sense yeah. you know it's like and when we started the shop like I talked to a couple people about it and they were like why why would you do this like this makes no sense like there's no money to be made Yeah. like you know and um and that's what I've been up against this yeah. whole entire time and um and yeah, I mean, I feel like if there's a will, there's a way, kind of. Yeah. And then also 
kind of coming into my own like as a woman and being able to like let go of certain things and mm-hmm. you know uh, delegate bring other people in the fold which like was another thing that was very difficult for me like you figure it out and yeah. then and and that's what's so rad too like what I getting back to like my employees is like I love their ideas like yeah. I love like hearing what everybody's into now Mm -hmm. and like like yeah like all these girls in the community skating that's fucking incredible you know and like it has gone in waves over the years Mm -hmm. but this now I feel like is more than ever and like yeah dude like I want to like support as much as I possibly can like it's so rad yeah and um and like like I said before like I I've never been like like, Casey is owned by a woman, you know, yeah. like, like, a lot of people don't even know that, because like, mm-hmm. it's not something that, like, I did, like I said, I didn't start what I mm-hmm. do because I'm a woman, yeah. like, it just, it's kind of secondary, mm-hmm. um, but I do, I do really think it's fucking cool, yeah. and, like, <laughs> yeah. what, 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 sorry, I did I interrupt? No, I, I was going to say what a what an interesting. I mean, I don't know if I'm gonna if you're gonna have to edit all this out, but <laughs> the really truly interesting part about what another aspect is how skateboarding brings in all shapes and sizes mm-hmm. and is really welcoming mm-hmm. to um, to every type of woman now. Yes, mm-hmm. but let's go back in this conversation mm-hmm. 15 minutes ago when we were talking about not being able to like model and skateboard yeah. Yeah. so you weren't seeing yeah. a certain type of woman in skateboarding that was accepted mm-hmm. as a woman so yeah. we have this ideal that's being painted over here mm-hmm. right of Fuck, like what yeah. women are about mm-hmm. and then we have like another reality mm-hmm. over here in skateboarding of who these women were mm-hmm. and this is like the same type of thing that was happening in surfing mm-hmm. so it was like when I was competitive in surfing and doing all of that, you were a certain type of woman if you were in surfing, okay. and a certain type of woman that was not accepted by mm-hmm. the general norm. Yeah. Um, you know, like being called all sorts of names, which now I proudly would love to be called. <laughs> and, um, and and it wasn't until Roxy came in. I don't know how yeah. much you guys mm-hmm. know about this, and was celebrating like the very beautiful surfers. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, so mm-hmm. then all of a sudden people could relate mm-hmm. to or aspire to what was being told, this picture that was being painted over here about what a woman should be. Right. So mm-hmm. the same type of thing, you know, it it's, has always kind of been happening in yeah, all of yeah. these sports. And, and really the attraction uh, in skateboarding now to stay involved is like the acceptance of all different. Totally. Yeah. But it's such a long conversation. I know. That, um, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like how mm-hmm. could... How willingly, why willingly would lo- loads of women who look like you guys yeah. you know, come into skateboarding when that was not, like, you would not, like, get the fruits of what being a woman was a, was being painted. Yeah. If that makes any kind of sense. Like, no, sure, I'm going to go over here and do what, like, I'll never get X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. I'll never be accepted. I'll never be, because there was, there's like an entire mm-hmm. industry yeah. pushing out to you on a daily basis of what you should look like and yeah, what right. you totally. should be like and yeah. how you should behave. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know? I yeah. mean, it's like, and, and yeah. really, truly, you hit it on the head when they're like, and it was in my contract that I could not <laughs> yeah. skateboard. Yeah. So, so not wild. only 
you know, and understanding that that's about this shape that your body would be in and like mm-hmm. not breaking your face and whatever. Yeah. But, you know, at the same <laughs> sure. time, it creates a divide mm-hmm. where then you couldn't be a role model. Right. And, yeah. And in that way. Yeah. A and then I really had to like carve my own of like, you know, yeah. the industry, like mm-hmm. what aspects of modeling and acting mm-hmm. I would be able to like still do. And I took a different route with that mm-hmm. stuff. And, and, um, which was cool and then yeah just like thinking about my life now and the choices that mm-hmm. I've made of like also just the the being a small business owner like no yeah. like skateboarding or not is like a fucking like 80 80 hour a week <laughs> job it's like crazy and then yeah. like years in I'm like okay I'm just working all the time like if you really just look at this yeah. you know, motion like this is a lot. And then I'm like, there's other things I want to do with my life. And that's when I like decided to go back to school, which I, which hour wise didn't work out. I mean, like Mm -hmm. I didn't have the time to do it, but I just like figured that out how to do it. Manifested (laughs) some extra hours in the day. Totally. I mean, I guess it's how I don't have my own kids, but like, I guess that's how it is when you like have a kid, you like make hours in the day somehow. Yeah. But, um, but with that, it kind of opened me up, too, of, like, okay, what else do I want to do in my life? Mm-hmm. And, oh, my personal life. I've never really had one of those. <laughs> yeah. You know? And, like, doing self-work, which mm-hmm. I am a huge advocate for. Yeah. You know? What is personal life? You know, right. what even mm-hmm. is that when yeah. you're a small business owner? Or, right. And or, taking care of yourself and yeah. how important that is. And then how quickly time goes by. And just, mm-hmm. um, it's okay. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Talk about um, it. so I got sober like almost four years ago and, uh-huh. um, that was something that <laughs> I was back and forth with and that really kind of helped me get to a, a, a different place, like yeah. deeper and, and who I was as a person and it really brings out all the shit that you don't want to come out yeah, and totally. push down by smoking weed every day for 25 years <laughs> um but it's so rad because like it empowers you so much to be able to look at all those things that yeah. you gave power to yeah you gave them that power it's yeah. not the issue that's in the past but yeah you're fucking holding on to it for whatever reason yeah and like with that it did really open up in my mm-hmm. life like these other things of what I wanted to do and <laughs> I um you know found my unbelievable soulmate in that time Aww. which was who was right in front of my face for we were friends for 15 years or 14 years wow. before we got together and tell you what people get sober <laughs> get sober the love oh of your life <laughs> I'm telling you same with me I mean I got sober nine years ago yeah wow. and, and when that discovered that I wanted to change my career path entirely yeah yeah it's so um, crazy I think it's that... like you 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 wonder why you keep on attracting, like, you find yourself in the same relationship. Over. Yeah. No disrespect for dudes in my past. But, you know, so, I... I yeah. uh, we can all relate, I feel like. Like, just in, the, just in the vicious cycle of, like, like fuck, here I am again, here I yeah, am yeah. again, and, like, this is not what I wanted. This is not, And then, mm-hmm. like, you know, if you change your trajectory, it changes your mm-hmm. trajectory... 
Yeah. And then like, oh my god, I Listen, never. Listen, I saw that ceremony. I saw that four and a half minute kiss on a three sixty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 never have I ever seen two more people and two people more in love. Oh. Except maybe what I'm doing right now. Nice. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, I'm nice. kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. Never have I ever seen it. It is. Yeah. I got amazing. married six months uh, in February. I got yeah. married in February, and um. It's so insanely awesome. It's the best thing ever. And um, yeah, stepkids, and they're yeah. like super great. Yeah. And that, that's a whole other aspect of life that's yeah. like amazing. And uh, she married a skateboarder. I did. Let's bring it back to skateboarding. I did. Yeah. Um, An amazing, extremely accomplished skateboarder and um, yeah. amazing person. So. Yeah. Who's just so wonderful. And Aww. it, um, he supports me every step of the way and yeah. I support him and like we do cool shit and we're <laughs> able to like think of more cool stuff to do yeah. and we live in Los Angeles and in New York mm-hmm. and, um, I don't know. It's, it's He's a perfect example of a man who is, who loves a strong woman yes, mm-hmm. and, and is extremely supportive and mm-hmm. not threatened. That's a huge <laughs> right. thing. That's a He's yeah. not threatened at all. I've known him for how long? 20 years? Yes. yes. And, um... <clears throat> it actually boggles my mind. On my first birthday. Oh, uh, 20 <laughs> years ago. Nice. On my first... No, no. Nice. <laughs> my first when birthday. I was one years old. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, he's always been that way. Yeah. Like, just inherently Which is why we were supportive. friends for so long. Yeah. yeah. You know? And it just was the type of thing that, like... Um... I just never thought of him in like more than a friend sort of way. Like I was just like, this guy's rad, and so all the guys being friend zoned right now. <laughs> like there's, there's hope. <laughs> there's hope. Friend zone. Friend zone's a next stop to Bony Town. Zip bone. Zip bone zone. Oh my god. Edit. Yeah. No, that's definitely time. staying in. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> So great. Well, I feel like I could do an entire podcast series with like just you two. Like um, next year, Qual Party will just be yeah, with. <laughs> I have so many questions to ask you guys. Yeah. Do you have any more questions for us? I guess I, I do like to end each interview with your advice to women in skateboarding, specifically women who want to maybe start skateboarding or just getting started. Mm-hmm. It's a big um, audience for us. The world is yours. <laughs> it truly is. It's yeah. like, just do your fucking, do your thing and stay around other supportive people, um, women and men, both, yes. you know? <laughs> and um, I don't know, don't get discouraged. Be supportive. That's yeah, a huge thing. Be supportive yeah. like, as well. I think the, the thing that I have to remember, you know, as a small business, freelancer, which is essentially a small business owner yeah. as well, um, and and being in skateboarding and things like that is like there is enough room for you. Mm-hmm, there for sure. is there is enough room. And when you get scared or you get into fear or you get into the you know there's not going to be enough for me. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be taken care of. Like there is this is mm-hmm. the world is a very big place, very mm-hmm. small sometimes it feels like, but mm-hmm. there is enough room for you and all of your friends and and <laughs> um, you know you can create opportunities. Yeah. Right. Yep. So the more the more you help somebody else, the more help you're gonna get. And Amy is a shining example of that. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. 
so much. You really yeah. are. Thanks. Um, and it's hard. Think about Alyssa. I was thinking about her. Yeah. I was thinking yeah. about Alyssa actually because I talk yeah. to her every day. Nice. <laughs> um, and yeah, because she was also. I met her on the same. T- maybe yeah. earlier. I met her in ninety. Yeah, Alyssa Steamer really like. Um, I don't know. Like she, I don't know what, even what to say. Like she was just so rad because like. Like, because she was a girl in the industry, but, like, not a girl, you know? Yeah. I don't know, like, like I feel like mm-hmm. Robin, you, like, Dandy from 510, Laura from Cowtown, like, there's mm-hmm. these been women that have been, like, in this industry for a really long time yeah. that are very humble, like, that, and just are really pivotal in the mm-hmm. skate community and have been for a really long time, and, um, <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I think skateboarding is just such a good jump off for other things in mm-hmm. your life. It just teaches mm-hmm. you across the board. Yeah. Like, it teaches you to work hard at something, and then you'll get it. Like, yeah. the same, like you have yeah. to do a trick, like, a thousand times sometimes <laughs> mm-hmm. before you can get it. <laughs> and then the feeling you get when you get it is, like, incredible. Yeah. And that's life. Totally. Like, that's, like, really, if you want to make that analogy, it's, like, <laughs> totally. we get punched in the face a million times yeah. over the course of the day, and you just get through it. Yeah. It's also never too late, you know? Like, for, yeah. there, I know there are so many different aspects, like you were saying earlier, Amy, about skateboarding. It's, like, okay, so you're not going to, like, jump down 20 stairs and break your neck as, right. like, a 50-year-old, <laughs> but you could certainly, like, grab a board and skate around yeah and push be, around and, 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 a, and be part of what's going on yeah, you yeah. know learn how to skate transition I don't know yeah like, totally. get along board and skate around and and that's a very LA that, thing to what, say whatever very LA. <laughs> like, we're in New York like oh uh, don't no <laughs> one can do whatever you want. yeah but see but not, that's not, I know. But that's not we're just we are inclusive yeah we're uh, inclusive are you inclusive we're inclusive I swear Longboards are fine, I guess. I'm getting embarrassed. I, was, I don't know. I would I, say, um, being in New, being from Philadelphia, which is a big skating town. Again, like I've been in oh skateboarding my God, culture. Oh my God! It's fine. No, I think that this is an important thing to talk about for real. Um, I'm from Philly. We're hard. We're mean, but we love each other a whole lot. And I was talking to my friend actually recently. We've I've known him for over ten years, and he was just like, yeah, like. I don't know why it took you so long to skate, but you've always been a skater, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so with that being said, though, like, um, just, like, if New York and Philly people, I feel like, are very, like, um, we're hard, we're aggressive, we're fast, and, like, that's, like, not very long-boardy, <laughs> just, me like, say, our mentality. Sorry, I don't you know. But in LA, I don't know, I just, like, was, no, I was just it's with chill. It. The thing that I have with it is because I do tons of events in skateboarding, and I have to sit in front of community boards, and I have to talk to the parks department, and I have mm-hmm. to talk to the police department, and I have to sit there and listen to statistics about skateboarding and about wow. how many people die in New York City from skateboarding accidents. <laughs> oh. And then it's like, oh, and this is could be off the record, but um, <laughs> a lot of it is longboard. Oh yes. my God, you guys. But, Seriously. I don't think longboards <laughs> like, belong in the East Coast. So. In the West Coast, they make sense. I don't yes, even know. I literally do. just said they that because I was trying. <laughs> We're like, not I 
longboard, but I, I don't really mind. But I'm not so mad at you being on a longboard. I don't really care. I don't fucking skate, okay? There's one. Hey. We're adding that out. So that's, you can edit everything. I don't, so I honestly have never just, owned a longboard. I just was like trying to think of the lamest thing that it could be like <laughs> inclusive go. about. Yeah. You guys and, see that video of like the six year old lady is in like the UK that like mm-hmm. they like hop on, they hopped on a board and they're like skating transition. They're all, all padded exactly. up and they're super rough. It's like so cute, right? You can, you can yeah. do whatever. I mean, I'm an old lady basically by skateboarding years and I just started last year and yeah. Good luck I don't even know what to say. Good luck to that. your back. <laughs> you like, don't die, I wish your back luck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but with that, I mean, I think, like, I should talk about this, too, is, um, so, like, because personally, I'm, like, so into health and mm-hmm. stuff, and, and I always have been, like, even before I got sober, but I think with my sobriety, it kind of opened up, like, a whole other thing and I do think like yoga mm-hmm. and hydration and yes. stuff like that is super <laughs> important and we are going to be offering yoga classes at KCDC what? in July at the end of July that's mind, awesome mind body and soul guys mind body and soul it is yeah. that's what it is no, and I think it you know Yoga does help skateboarding. It does. Like it's totally necessary, especially being an older skateboarder. Just um, stretching. Yeah. It's, just, it's important. And you forget. Yeah, totally. Now who sounds West Coast? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I gotta throw in a little West Coast. Yeah, there you and go. Sprinkle it in. <laughs> Tell you what, back in the day, if you were like yoga at the skate shop people would be like what <laughs> oh i've been trying for like what do you years. mean i get shut down all the time you're an innovator so, yeah. here so we are it's like what yoga <laughs> 40s or, yoga uh, yoga what? or a bunch of cocaine right. <laughs> what would Wait, you what? rather mm. the duality guys the duality you rather? <laughs> definitely served its purpose Listen, for a long time in my life. and let it happen. <laughs> whatever you fucking need to do. Whatever, whatever floats your boat. Amazing.